How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Must win games around the NFL this week. Hey, welcome to the show. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff, and must win game when you're talking about the yeah. Dallas Cowboys and the Buffalo Bills, one of the marquee games this weekend. There are more, but a marquee game. You guys know I'm a Bills fan. Clearly, this is a must win for Buffalo. They're hanging on for dear life. Yeah. I mean, this is like they're, you know, when people go tubing or something on a lake <laughs> and the person's trying to knock you off. Like, this is the Bills. They're hanging on for dear life in this one. That's why everyone's picking the Bills because they, they're the desperate team. I keep hearing desperate and Bills in the same sense <laughs> for my whole life. Anyway, yes, uh, desperation definitely um, helps in these kind of circumstances. But I'm also calling this a big game for Dallas and a must win for Dallas as well. Because here's why. Dallas, to me, still should be having designs on the number one overall seed and should have designs on definitely winning the NFC East. Like, you still have so much to play for. Not just that, because San Francisco's schedule is not that easy coming down the stretch, right? Like, they've got to play Baltimore. They've got some people standing in their way. Dallas has a chance because both Dallas and San Francisco have twin five-game winning streaks. Dallas has a chance to be the hottest team going into the playoffs. And I think that does mean something. That was not the case mm. last year. Last last year, the case was Dallas was a team that was turning the ball over late in the season. Dak's yeah. interceptions. And, you know, are they going to be able to flip a switch in the playoffs? This, to me, is Dallas could be a locomotive going into the playoffs. Winning at Buffalo, that's huge. And obviously for the Bills, we know this is huge. They 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 need, they're scratching and clawing because they put themselves in such a hole earlier in the season. Yeah, I, I don't see them getting the number one seed. And I, I think that San Francisco is sitting there. I think we're going to go in the postseason. Everyone's going to say the same thing. Oh, God, here we go again. Dallas has to play the Niners. I mean, it'll be the third year in a row. Yep. And I think the Cowboys have entered the postseason with a lot of momentum, and it's been meaningless because I, I just don't think people are going to trust them against the Niners no matter what happens here. No matter what they do the rest of the season, they're coming into the playoffs, and they're clearly going to have to beat San Francisco at some point to advance. Forget Philly. Forget Detroit. The Niners are sitting there for them. So is it real? It, I don't think they're getting the number one seed. So what's, is, I understand the two versus the five because you don't want to play San Francisco in the divisional round. Right, right. But that be that means winning the NFC. But the five is almost a buy as well. But they we watched that movie last year with the Dallas Cowboys. Right, you right. went in, you beat Tampa, you retired Tom Brady, and then couldn't keep it going. Yeah, I mean, listen. The, actually, the Cowboys were pretty fire going into la, at the end of last year. They were winning at a high rate too. It it doesn't matter to me. I'm sorry. Like the Cowboys have to do it against San Francisco in the postseason. Not they could go in and win their last bunch of games by they could blow everyone out. 
I'm not going to be convinced. I'm sorry, and I think I'm in the large majority. I don't think everybody's waiting to see Dallas in the postseason, so it doesn't matter. And I, they definitely don't want to go to San Francisco, but they're not going to have a choice. I'm sorry, San Francisco is not losing. Okay, well, the, I think both teams have like two winnable games, two losable games, if you will. When you talk about San Francisco and Dallas, okay. so obviously you're at the Cardinals this week. I mean, okay, I, we'll I, give them that. Who I think else? that's going to win. Ravens in San Francisco, but and the still, Ravens, by the way. There's a lot to be determined about the Ravens. The Ravens just went to overtime with the Rams in Baltimore. Well, and that brings me so you have Cardinals uh, at Cardinals home for Ravens at Washington Commanders. I think that's going to be a win. Yeah. And then home for the Rams. And the Rams are That's going to be an 8 point spread. No, but but the Rams will likely be desperate here because mm. they're the ones who are going to be maybe on the fringe of getting a playoff spot. So I I think that that's, you know, that's definitely a with Not num- a gimme, and then for that's Dallas, a gimme. That for- is a gimme. I'm sorry. In San Francisco, week eight, there is no way the Rams win that game. Okay, go ahead. And I w- and then I would say for Dallas, it's like two winnable and maybe two losable games uh, at the Buffalo Bills, at the Miami Dolphins, home for the Lions. Lions are cratering yeah. right now, and then at the Commanders. So mm-hmm. I think there's like, but well, it is obviously much harder for the Cowboys. You just said, tell just- me, tell me what you've been saying about the Dolphins. Well, it's at Buffalo, though. Okay. At Buffalo, this is going to be a big game. And then at the Dolphins, and the Dolphins have just lost their entire offensive line, basically. everything. This is the worst possible And where's the Detroit game? In Dallas. Okay, Detroit is 9-4 or 9-5 or something. So they have these winning teams. I mean, San Francisco, if they get by the Ravens, it's done. That is the key game. And I just think the fact that that game's in San Francisco gives them such an edge. Uh, by the way, the Eagles also have the tiebreaker against the Cowboys, so the Eagles have to lose on Monday night to the Seahawks, or they could just storm into the number one seed. That's why Dallas Dallas might easily win this game, and it might not help. Uh, I, I think that they are looking at this as another statement win, which would be like what happened against the Eagles last week. You don't believe in statement wins. No, I do. Especially regular season for this Dallas Cowboys okay. team. Well, then everyone should have been you know, so impressed by the 49ers when they beat the Dallas yeah, Cowboys but earlier. The this 49ers season. are great in the playoffs under Kyle Shanahan. The Cowboys have had a lot of signature wins under Mike McCarthy. They've been 12-5 and five two years in a row. Hasn't done anything. Well, I I think this does feel different with the Cowboys, but you and I disagree about that. And I think Dallas is absolutely gunning for that number one overall seed. And quite frankly, everyone who has a shot at it should be because it's the only team that gets a bye. That bye has proven to be a difference maker. I actually don't like it. I liked the double bye. I liked when the first and the second seed both had a bye on the first weekend. But, you know, we need more money and expanding playoffs and changing formats and all Listen, that. for the Philadelphia Eagles, it's huge, too, because they need San Francisco to lose that Baltimore game, and then they'll probably get the number one seed. And they're beat up and need rest and tired and old. So Dallas Dallas is probably not going to – the odds are, if you look at the odds, are not is not going to get the number one seed. It doesn't matter. They're going to have to face San Francisco, their worst nightmare, their boogeyman. So they're going to have to do it somewhere. It doesn't matter if the one seed or the five seed – they have to prove it. And are you feeling you picked them? Sorry, you picked them to go to the Super Bowl. I did. Do you feel confident facing San Francisco in the playoffs? Well, I mean, I no, because if I go on recent history, I can't feel confident. But I do feel that those were one score games. And in the not in the regular season, it was a massive blowout earlier this year. But in the playoffs, it's been one score games. So they've been, you know, low scoring one score games. All right, you know, it's not like they are coming off of getting the doors blown off of them. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. But if San Francisco is fully healthy like they've been this year, it feels like a tough, tough assignment. To me, San Francisco is the dominant team. I wish I'd picked them to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, I feel better about the Cowboys than my AFC pick. 
Yeah, I like the Cow- Cowboys. is a great pick. I mean, I think they're going to be right there. There's nothing wrong with that, but the juggernaut that is the Niners right now. Yeah. Who's your AFC pick? Uh, the Jags. Yeah. And and part of it is because I thought they were going to get the number one seed because I thought the schedule was going to help them and they would get this all-important buy. But it turns out that maybe the AFC South has a little something to say about all of this. Uh, uh, but I picked the Steelers because Kenny Pickett was slinging around in the preseason. How There's no Gover <laughs> pick than that, Maggie. Yeah. Well, uh, Unless you pick the Chargers. <laughs> uh, okay, so EJ's going to give us a couple more games for this weekend, and you're welcome to call an 855-212-4CBS. For the Bills side of this, we get it. Like They, they need this. They, they have no margin for error. For the Dallas side, though, I think this is absolutely crucial for them because they have to. They should be going for that number one seed as well, um, no doubt. And you're welcome to weigh in again. Eight five five two one two four CBS. EJ is going to give us a couple more games. We'll tell you whether or not they're must wins. Let's go to a pair of two seven and six teams. You okay. got Vikings, Bengals. Who is it more of a must win game for this week? I got to say the Bengals. I mean, you are. He- I mean, you're hanging on. You're hanging in. How? Maybe Ooh. Jake Browning is actually a good quarterback. This is possible. Why can't he be Brock Purdy? Yeah, I played a lot of games in college. Now getting thrown in. You know, I, I think this is this is possible. Just keep throwing the ball to, the ball yeah. to Jamar Chase. <laughs> I feel a little bad Why? for Jake Browning because I love a good backup quarterback. Yeah. Brian Flores, the Vikings coordinator, is on a heater, and he's going to throw all sorts of weird blitzes at him. I think the Jake Browning party ends on Sunday. That being said, I don't know if Nick Mullins can score for Minnesota either. So they could get end up with a win. I think it's going to be a little bit of a tougher day for Jake Browning, which doesn't necessarily mean they'll lose. Yeah, I I know you guys, uh, Maggie, you think that the Bengals can make some postseason noise. Yeah, I think Browning Browning. could be like the next Nick Foles or something. Yeah, but Nick Foles, and I said this earlier in the week, he won at home. I mean, there's no way the Bengals are going to have to be road warriors, which they could do with Joe Burrow, but I feel like it's too tough an assignment. This is going to be a, a nasty game. This could be hard. Nick Mullins versus Jake Browning, and the way these defenses can play, this could be a tough game. Also, I think for for the Vikings, though, it's like the NFC. There's just feels like there's a little bit more wiggle room there than the AFC. And also, the Vikings aren't going anywhere, even if they make the playoffs. That, that's the thing. Nobody expects. No one's talking about them making a run. No, they've got quarterback issues. They need to work out. So another Saturday seven and six matchup we have Steelers Colts in Indianapolis. Ugh. Who is this more of a must win game wait, for? Wait, ugh, I can't wait for this. game. Oh, this is Indianapolis. <laughs> I'm so excited about this game. Indianapolis might be the with uh, seven and six, right? Yeah. They, yes, they might be the ugliest six. seven and six team I've ever seen. They have beaten no one, and the Steelers are even worse somehow. No, I, this is I'm not expecting this to be like pretty by any sense, but. Think about how the Colts are in the playoff chase. Like, this is amazing. I I, I, I I, never know. I watch so many of their games, and I still really don't know. People say Gardner Minshew. I'm like, really? I, yes, he's a high-end backup, but is that really the reason? This all feels like this amazing game of smoke and mirrors that I just can't figure out. And then for the Steelers, this is what we call embattled. This is what we call some <laughs> adversity here. You have just lost back-to-back games against two win teams. You got Ben Roethlisberger coming out and throwing shade at you. Players have no answers for this. Mike Tomlin is feeling the heat. Like, guys, this game's got it all. Yeah, I mean, well, the Colts have a good roster. They definitely have good players all over the field, but they just don't. They're not. They've not been playing well. They, like Jonathan Taylor's out. It's like doesn't yeah. matter, I guess, because you know Zach Moss. I've seen a lot of betting metrics on this. Tomlin in this situation as an underdog is is really good. Tomlin the last two weeks as a favorite, not so good. And this is a classic Steelers 
rally after two bad games. Classic Mike Tomlin. Tell me, here's the big issue: Is T.J. Watt playing in a what level? So that that is definitely an issue. You take T.J. Watt off the Steelers, he's an MVP. Yeah, that's true. So I think that that kind of colors this game. I don't think either team is any good at all. I'm uh, sorry. I think the Colts are fun to root for, like you said, but they're not good. So really quickly, there was a quick update to this. It happened late last night, I believe. T.J. Watt did clear concussion protocol. He is expected to play. Now, I don't know if that's the right thing to do, but that's what's happening. So <laughs> Yeah, good, good luck to him. Hopefully he has a dark tinted visor with him. Yeah. So let's go to... Um, from seven and six Saturday to six and seven Sunday, uh, Packers hosting the Bucks. Who's this more of a muscling <laughs> game for? Love this one too. Oh, uh, this is Jordan Love comeback. Yes. And by the way, Jordan Love was not that bad against the Giants. He threw one bad pick where the ball was seen wobbling in the wind, and then he threw a game-winning touchdown. As Aaron Rodgers, my friend, said, the defense <laughs> just could not hold up their end of the bargain against an undrafted rookie in Tommy DeVito. I love this spot because, like the Colts, I think the Bucks. Even being in the playoff race is a bit of a barrage. Uh, I know they won last week. I don't know how. Uh, I, I think this is a big Packers spot. I think I'm I'm leaning already to make this as my one pick of the week. I, I like the Packers here. I think they have a much better shot than the Bucks because I mean, are the Bucks good? Answer me that, Maggie. I have no idea because Baker Mayfield like completes like less than fifty percent of his passes that are over like five yards, and I I don't know. I I don't get it. It's still got the bones of a Super Bowl defense. So maybe, maybe. You know, I hate to do this, too, because you guys were killing me for saying the Eagles are tired. But the Bucks have been on the road a bunch lately, uh, and they're on the road here. To me, that's the key factor in this game. A team like the Bucks is going to win at home, but they're not going to win a ton of road games. So uh, unless I, it's against the NFC South. So I, I think this is a great spot for the Packers to jump back in. Well, I'm going to go with you that I think this is more must win for the Packers because, like, you just got embarrassed. I know that maybe, you know, listen, I didn't think Jordan Love played well, even though he did lead a touchdown drive late in the game. You lost to Tommy Cutlets and the Giants, who were basically picking in the top three of the draft like a minute and a half ago. Like, and you, and like, Maybe you could have stole that game at the end, but they were getting thoroughly outplayed through three and a half quarters of that game. And if you're, and if you're the Bucks, you're going to have so many bites at the apple when it comes to that uh, that that division. I mean, yeah. okay, if you lose this game, the Packers get a one up on you in the in the, in the wild card. The division, the Falcons and the Saints will find a way to keep you in the race. That so this true. will not be the end, I <laughs> yeah. think, for the Bucks. Let's go to uh, Sunday night, a possible playoff preview. Ravens go to Jacksonville. Who's this more of a must win game for? Man, I think the Ravens, they I, they need to keep winning and get that number one seed. Like, this is the moment here for Baltimore. I, I'm not trying to make this, like, you know, more dramatic than it needs to be. But if you're Lamar Jackson, you've got to be looking at the rest of the AFC and thinking, this is my shot. You've got the Chiefs offense is totally discombobulated compared to years past. They're on the ropes. Bills are a non-factor. Chargers are a non-factor. You got the whole AF. The rest of your division is all backup quarterbacks. It's never going to break better for you than this. If Lamar's going to win a Super Bowl, it's got to be this year. Things are getting wobbly in Baltimore. I really believe this. Uh, They're a good team, no doubt. But they tried really hard to lose that game to the Rams last week. And two weeks before... They almost lost to the Chargers, and we saw what the Chargers are. Yeah. And I don't think this is necessarily means they're out of the championship contender. I don't think they're going to run the table here because Baltimore, there's something just a little bit off right now. I just saw it huh. in the Rams game, that defense. Matthew Stafford, who has been good but not great, just lit them up. 
They've had a, a lot of close games. The other thing, you look at Baltimore's schedule, who have they beaten? It's definitely, they've beaten good teams at home, but they've had a very, very lucky schedule. They've had a lot of backup quarterbacks on there. So I do think they're untested in a sense. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227, the must-win game of the weekend. You are welcome to weigh in. In the chat, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio, twitch.tv slash CBS Sports Radio. And guys, by the way, our holiday initiative is underway. So every time you hit subscribe on our YouTube or Twitch channel, we donate a dollar to charity. That's one for one. You hit subscribe. We donate a dollar. Perloff, myself, our boss, Spike Eskin, is contributing as well. It's all for a great cause. It goes to the Boys and Girls Club, who we have developed a nice relationship with, earmarked towards youth sports programs. And we are, uh, you know, thrilled to do it, want to do it. You hit subscribe. You've done something. You, you've done something this holiday season that will help a young child. Okay, 855-2124-CBS coming up. Bowl season is upon us. We got the best for you of the weekend. Don't move. Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. Oh, back on Maggie and Perloff. Is this some old legal procedure yeah. show? No, no, no. This oh. is uh, Judge Wapner, People's Court. There you go, People's Court. Yeah. Oh, nice, nice. The uh, Carlos running the board is doing legal-themed music for my grand jury service, which is ruining my life. No big deal. Thank you, criminals <laughs> of New York City. <laughs> All of you. Every uh, one of you. But I like this one. We were having an interesting debate during the break. I am a strictly metal Christmas tree guy, and I do not understand these people who get real trees. I We've always done a real tree. I've never done an artificial tree. And Carlos, you said you're a fake tree. EJ, or what's your situation? We, we have a fake tree right now. I like real trees, but I'm, I'm being... I'm being moved to the fake tree argument. Okay, here. here's my question about the fake tree, though, because I've never had a fake tree. We only do the real tree. How do you get that lovely pine scent in your home if it's a fake tree? Well, you don't. Right, and that's a big part of it. Ah, just spray some Febreze on it. <laughs> yeah. That's healthy. The worst day of the year, and I'm sorry, I love my in-laws to death, but December 26th, you know, all the presents are unwrapped. You know, all the fun is over. Now you're just looking at a bleak winter ahead and you have to clean up this eight and a half foot tree. They have this <laughs> massive tree, my wife's parents, and it takes the better part of a day. Everyone kills their back getting it out of there. There's always water everywhere. Pine needles, every nook and yeah, cranny. It's, the worst. Oh, it's just so I'm already depressed thinking about that day. I I hate so December twenty sixth. So cleaning up a tree is bad. I have a tree story for you. So it's probably around two thousand eight. Oh no, this better not have a rat in it. No rats. No rats. <laughs> oh, gosh. So it was about two thousand and eight. My mom, she got real trees. She loves Christmas trees. She loves decorating them. Tree went up. Christmas happens. New Year's happens. Martin Luther King Day happens. No. Valentine's Day happens. Uh-oh. No. March Madness happens. Oh, no. Christmas tree still in our living room. Oh, I'm like, no. I, I'm anxious hearing A about real that. Christmas tree. <laughs> and, and, and right next to it is the pumpkin from no, Halloween. No, we kept, no, we kept it We kept it going. She watered it. She kept it going. It was not like moldy or anything. But there's no roots. How does it survive? I don't know. Look, this, tree, this tree survived. Did you take the ornaments off? No, you I think like- the ornaments may have come off at a certain point, but the tree never got taken out, in part probably because nobody wanted to do the cleanup. <laughs> and the only time the tree went down was when we had our direct TV guy had to come in to fix our cable. <laughs> he walks into our living room. <laughs> to watch the NBA Finals. He walks yeah. into our living room, stops cold in his tracks, <laughs> and sees a Christmas tree in April. 
And my mom <laughs> says, I know, I know, I have a Christmas tree. Leave me alone. And he's like, I was not going to say anything. Yeah, but he was judging the you-know-what out of you guys. Oh, yes. And and to be clear, this was a, we were being run in a dictatorship household. Yeah. None of us wanted the tree up. She was the one that yes. had no problem leaving it up there until that moment when she was embarrassed, and then finally the tree came down. Nothing like a little public shame to get yeah. people so, to do stuff. Now now does she get rid of it in normal time, or is she still kind of hanging on a little again more? around Martha King Day. So, Wait, yeah, wow. January for her is good. What's the appropriate day? It's, it's right after New Year's? New Year's Day is New the embargo for New Year's, New Year's I think Day. for normal people. Yeah. Yes. That's, I, I think it's a New Year's Day situation. But I, I also think, man, that's so amazing. I think what your mom should have done is, like, you take off the ornaments and the Christmas stuff, and then you decorate it, like, for St. Patrick's Day Oh, or that would be really <laughs> cool. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> yeah. like leprechauns it and stuff It just becomes on. the house tree. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And you're kind of going with every... You know, put Valentine's Day stuff on there. It's a yeah, Valentine's there's, tree. There's not much to celebrate in the summer. Wouldn't it be nice to have St. Patty's Day and Valentine's Day and Christmas all well, over your house? You can't have a 4th of July tree? Just put, like, <laughs> little Americana ornaments on it? Well, or? that might be a fire hazard with fireworks. Uh, Who knows? Well, I didn't say nice set to, it on fire. It'd it's be nice flint. and dry at that point. <laughs> <laughs> Tinder. Yeah, that is the thing, yeah. yeah. Uh, wow. Um, okay. Well, fake tree, real tree. The debate is on. Maybe poll question? At Maggie and Pearl on Twitter. Um, okay, we got to take a look at who's got home field advantage this weekend in our NCAA football preview. It's sponsored by Fairfield by Marriott. Fairfield by Marriott is the official hotel partner of the NCAA with over 1,000 locations around the country. You'll always have the home field advantage. Visit fairfield.marriott.com to book your stay. EJ has a preview of the bowl game you need to watch this weekend. Here we go. Tonight, UCLA will make a short trip to SoFi Stadium for a showdown with Boise State in the L.A. Bowl. It is one of our newest bowl games, debuting in 2021. The game pits every year the Pac-12 against the Mountain West. And the first two matchups, it was Little Brother coming out on top. So you had Utah State beating Oregon State in 2021. Fresno State beating Washington State in 2022. So... Will it happen again? We'll see. It will be a battle of backup quarterbacks. UCLA's Dante Moore and Boise State's Taylor Green are both in the transfer portal. So that means Boise freshman C.J. Tiller is making his first ever start. It will be UCLA junior Ethan Garbers starting for the Bruins. It will also be the first game for Boise head coach Spencer Danielson without the interim tag. He was elevated to full-time head coach on December 3rd. And I'm particularly excited about the uniform matchup. Two Ooh. of my favorite uniforms. You got the blue and orange or whatever the hell Boise's wearing because they have like a million different uniforms. And then UCLA, the Chris light blue, or they can go with the white, but those gold helmets shine beautifully. Awesome uniform matchup. Cool setting. I think it'll be a fun game to watch. Love it. CJ Taylor's a great quarterback name for Boise State. <laughs> awesome How could that name. guy go wrong? Uh <laughs> I have a question. What's the latest? Is Chip Kelly staying going? I can't even remember how that story ended. I mean, generally you fire the person before the bowl game, don't you? Well, remember he got fired and then he beat USC and he's back now. Yeah. So they're going with Chip Kelly. I'm so I like the Boise State angle. There is not a more boring football team in America than UCLA. EJ, you sold me for the most part, but they suck the life out of games. Well, their defense is really good and so, Yeah, I know. That's so it's not fun. I know. And also one more thing, the L.A. Bowl, does that, I mean... That's well, that was not, Jimmy Kimmel, didn't he sponsor that oh, for is it a the couple Jim, years? That's a Jimmy Kimmel Bowl? So, I, don't I don't know, that's not the bowls of my youth, it, the Blue Bonnet Bowl, the L.A. Bowl? Well, it's not, I don't, it's not Jimmy anymore, it's Starco Brands. Yeah, yeah, What yeah, do yeah, they make? Star, sounds like, sounds like Starco Arkham Brands, Asylum. L.A. Bowl, I mean, come on. <laughs> Starco Brands, no, never heard of them. 
Uh, but if they'd like to sponsor our show, then we are all hey, in. Cool uh, hey, question, EJ. You're going to be doing this moving forward? Yeah, yeah. Do, every, is every, gift day, bag every day, every bowl game. Every it, day we have a bowl game. I'll give you an update. Nice. Is gift bags still a thing? Or are they yeah, still supposedly you get all this crazy swag still. So yeah. that's, that's the big reason why kids love the bowl games. Now there's NIL money going out, so I don't know how how much it's still a cool thing. But before, it was the only time you could accept gifts and not get NCAA violations. Can you incorporate some gift bag stuff into some of these bowl updates as well? Because <laughs> oh, yeah. I always yeah, fascinated. I'll do, do some uh, crack research here. Burloff loves free stuff. 855-2824-CBS. Uh, uh, just quick, that game's tomorrow, right? Not today. Oh, sorry. Yes, tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Uh, Peter Schwartz is here. He's got headlines. And I like free stuff, too. Well, everybody does. Who do you don't say? He's I seem to be the stuff. only person around here, though, that gets criticized for wanting free stuff. Okay, so I heard a little bit more. Peter's got a big thing going on tonight where he's going to be part of uh, Boomer and Geo's live show. And he's getting some Yankee, amazing Yankee tickets for participating. And what you're doing is getting marshmallow fluff. Um Spread all spread over your I'm body. A, yeah, I'm Schwartzy the Snowman. Schwartzy the Snowman. Is it true you're getting another perk out of this that you did not tell us in hour number one? No. Oh, okay. No. We thought well, there, there might have been some kind no, of deal on a car. The, no, 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 no. No, that was way over below. No, okay. our one of our cars died a few weeks ago. Oh, that's a bummer. So uh, these things have a way of getting a little exaggerated. So people think that Boomer Esiason paid for my entire family's vacation over the summer when it didn't yeah. really happen. He right. helped out with some tickets for something. But everybody <laughs> assumed that when my car died, that Boomer was going to buy, buy us something. a car. Yeah. Now, to his credit, he did try to help by hooking me up with a, a, a car dealer, but that didn't work out because yeah. I'm not in Boomer's financial stratosphere <laughs> where the car that was shown to me was going to fit in our budget. We wound up the yeah. We wound up buying a car. Okay. By the way, but you we, were talking about there's a lot of layers going on here. It does yeah. sound like you're getting <laughs> a deal somewhere because you didn't answer oh, anything I, directly. You're like, well, listen, you know, Boomer may have had a hand in my vacation. I fully admit that I take advantage of a lot of opportunities that are afforded to me around here. But there was, there was an added perk for tonight that was offered to me if I chose to wear this wrestling singlet. Yeah, because I'm going to be honest with you. Like, the car stuff, the Yankee Legends tickets, like... I think you should put on the singlet. I, I'm not trying to peer pressure you. Some right. would say bully. <laughs> I mean, I just think that yeah. it's really, a, it's a small thing to ask. And like, you know, I know if maybe you're like, a, it, you don't want to wear it wide because it's self-conscious a little bit. Like you're about to be covered in marshmallow fluff. Yeah, well, it was, it, well, they were trying to get me to do it. I was saying, well, oh, it's great. Like you look like The Rock or like, like yeah. I don't have The Rock's physique. Well, like, none like, of us do. Like, you know. You're pretty, you're pretty you, muscular guy. I just checked you out. Uh, no, it's, it's not muscle, Perloff. It's fat. <laughs> oh, I don't know. It's not muscle. I haven't worked out in f- never in my life. Was that an HR violation? <laughs> I just leaned back to my chair and checked out Peter Schwartz's body. Yeah. Is that is that frowned upon? That's an illusion. No, there, there, was, there was an offer made that if I wore it, what would it take for me to wear it? Yeah. And... Is that what you're just, bargaining? I, no, no, they're trying to get me to do it. And like, what would it take for you to do it? And I'm like, I don't know if there's anything to get me to do it. Well, that's that's wrong because you should be doing it for a car. Well, I already bought the car. Oh, you already bought a new car? car? No, I already bought the car. No, I don't think <laughs> the car. I don't think the car. I think their their offer was, well, what kind of tickets would you want? In addition to the Yankee tickets, what what would it take yeah. to get me in? I sound like a car salesman now. What will it take to get you into the singlet? Okay, well, <laughs> we'll let, we're going to let Peter do headlines while I'm going to think of what he should have asked for. You go ahead. I suppose it's still on the table because the show doesn't start until 8 o'clock Eastern right time now. tonight. You're going to have to wear the singlet, but I'm going to help you. Let me think. 
Go ahead. Okay. Let's begin with Thursday Night Football, and it was such a bad night for the Chargers that the team's radio broadcast team had no choice but to stick it out. Have you decided whether you want to stand up or sit down yet? I think I want to lay down under the desk. <laughs> I was looking for a blindfold, but apparently you can't do this job with a blindfold. No. We have to watch and we'll do our best to bring you some entertaining play-by-play and analysis of what has been wildly disappointing. Here's a double pass to the end zone, and hey, why not? Just humiliate him. <laughs> double pass to Devontae Adams for the touchdown. That's the second double pass they have run flawlessly. That was wow. Matt Money Smith and Daniel Jeremiah oh. trying to make the best of things on Chargers oh. Radio. Nicest. That is the nicest radio <laughs> duo. Those are great guys. I know, but you got to get Al Michaels on this thing. You just got to get openly salty. I mean, they were salty, but they seem depressed. Like they're you're not out there playing. I. Just, I mean, that <laughs> that that, that is so one. sad that it was funny. Yeah. Al has gotten some bad draws this year. You never had three minutes in. This was over. This was the worst draw he had. Last night, they started telling this amazing story about Easton Stick and about his college coach from North Dakota State, who's now at Kansas State, and how Easton Stick started crying when he was talking about the coach that gave him a chance. Oh, I saw that. The next play was a sack fumble. (laughs) I was like, oh, that story. Oh, boy. Matt Money Smith, Daniel Jeremiah, Chargers Radio, poor them. The Raiders hammer the Chargers. 63-21, 63-21, they said a single-game franchise scoring record. Head coach Antonio Pierce said his team played with a lot of energy. Just look at the sideline. I think if you want to watch the game, if, you know, if you didn't see it, you could just hear it. You know, there was a lot of energy down there by those guys. Hats off to our team responding, you know, four days after what just happened here uh, previously. And that was Sunday's 3-0 loss to the Vikings. Big night last night for Aiden O'Connell with four touchdowns. Super pass. proud of our guys, really, for executing well, I think. You know, we were almost spared to have a, a short week here, um, so we couldn't really think about what happened. We had to move on and, um, you know, just just got to move on from everything that happened on Sunday was, was great for us. And to be able to do this is pretty awesome. It was really, you know, every phase did a really good job, and um, it was really fun to, fun to watch and fun to be a part of. And on the flip side of things, you had the Chargers and head coach Brandon Staley, who feels bad for the fans. I hate it for my our fans. I hate it for the players because I know what they're putting into this. Um, I know what this season has been. Um, we've fallen short, but we've been in the fight every week, you know, until this one. And uh, this one stings because, you know, we haven't had a game like this. And, uh, you know, again, I take full responsibility. Um, I really care about the group of men in that locker room. I believe in them. We're going to get some rest and we're going to get ready for Buffalo. If he's still the head coach for the Buffalo game. We'll have to see what happens with that. But now to baseball. Dodgers formally introduced Shohei Otani at Dodgers Stadium, and he is excited to be on a team that wants to win. One thing that really stands out in my head is when I had the meeting with the Dodgers, the ownership group, um, they said um, when they look back at the last 10 years, even though they've made the playoffs every single year, one World Series ring, they considered that a failure. And when I heard that, um, I knew that they were all about winning, and that's exactly how I feel. So that's one of the things that stood out. Oh, yeah, when I could help them circumvent the salary cap in an unprecedented way, I just had to say, let's all let's get on board. Well, speaking of that, <laughs> he did talk about only making $2 million a year, the rest being deferred. I was looking into it and doing some calculations, and I figured, I mean, if I can defer as much money as I can, if that's going to help the CBT, and that's going to help the Dodgers and be able to sign better players and make a better team. I felt like that was um, worth it, and I was willing to go that direction, so that's why I made that choice. 
listen, it's honorable. Like, it's totally noble what he's doing. And I, I if I'm a Dodger fan, I'm like over the moon happy that he's decided to yeah. do this. But first of all, it just feels like it's it should be illegal. It feels like you're gaming the system. And then the second part of this, which I know no one is that involved, like jazzed about, but like if he's trying to do this to circumvent some kind of California state tax, I would say good luck to you because they are going to come after you with that money. I think, I don't think that's as easy. And then you're going to what have like potential court situation where now your money could get tied up or you're going to have lawyer fees. Athletes have gotten in trouble for this stuff before, like international soccer players like Messi and Ronaldo have gotten in big trouble for not paying taxes. Right. They actually broke tax laws. Shohei Otani can live till he's 195 years old and will not be able to spend one-eighth of his money. <laughs> that guy is... Okay. There's just... People are lining <laughs> up and handing, handing him Brinks trucks of money. It doesn't matter what he does here. It's not like, oh, well, this is going to be a tough tax situation for a man Listen, who's made, who made $45 million no, no. in endorsements last year. That's not the, that, the that's not the argument. The argument is not whether or not he needs every last dollar. The argument is, was this a good deal or not? Well, obviously. Okay, but if you end up having to pay all these taxes anyways and all that stuff, oh, then no. was it even a good deal? Well, it was a He's good still deal. Be in the rich s- beyond belief, I get that. It's a good deal in the sense that he gives himself a better chance of winning a World Series, sure. which will I- ironically make him even more money in endorsements. He'll become basically the, as big as Tiger Woods internationally. He'll be the biggest international. If he wins a World Series, he will be so huge. No, I get it. I just I, there's. I, I, it's it great. feels I, like it's illegal. Well, I mean, the NFL kind of does this where you kick the can down the road, like Drew Brees or all these guys had these massive contracts when eight years it was all due so they could build a little bit of a team around them. But eventually, like, it does become yeah. due. Or you take NFL. a little bit less like Tom Brady. I've always said this. I mean, why doesn't LeBron play for a dollar? I mean, he, it, this $35 million or whatever he makes next year, it's not going to impact his bottom line at all. I get it, but it would be illegal. They, I know, the league I know. would step in, yeah. just like the league should have stepped in for this. And the, the, You're right. the players union would absolutely never allow LeBron, someone of his caliber, to say, I'm going to take a dollar. Well, or, or league minimum. Yeah, but mean, I mean, like, 500, like, the players union would say you they wouldn't have any legal right to stop him from doing it. He could do it if he wanted to. They would just be mad at him. Right. right. I mean, and I'm sure you don't want to have the whole league union be mad at you. And that, you know, he's the, someone he's been represent, he's been like a vice president of the union. I, I understand. Yeah. The I Players understand. Association stepped. Remember when A Rod was going to go to the Red Sox? Yeah, they stepped in. They stepped in because he was going to take a pay cut to go to the Red Sox. And then the Players Association stepped in. So you would think if they, if, if this was a problem for the Players Association, they would have said, no, you can't make, you can't, you cannot play for $2 million a year. I but, think. Yeah, sorry. This is egregious, but remember Patrick Mahomes played with the margins. He had this specifically designed contract to allow them to keep Chris Jones. I mean, he did a lot of things that and he's specific, and he has renegotiated that. By he has the way. renegotiated that, that story. Didn't get a lot of publicity, but, but he Mahomes still he still has kept the cap somewhat manageable in Kansas City. He hasn't done like who are the guys who famously killed Drew Brees? Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers gave back a lot of money this year. Well, this I mean, year. with the Packers. Yeah. Also, if, if Mahomes is taking such a pay cut, and Kelsey, by the way, is underpaid for what he brings because he gets paid like a tight end when he clearly should get paid like a wide receiver, um, and they still don't have good uh, good weapons. Yeah, I know. It's kind of weird. But they are, I imagine, there's so many good players on a team. I bet you they're paying a ton of money. Yeah, I mean, but, they, the, but Chris the, Jones, that was a huge contract situation. He sat out the first game. Yeah, but they didn't they sign him, or am I imagining that? Did no, they, they not sign no, Chris remember Jones? They, ga- they, they gave, gave him like a, a one-year tender, and then... Yeah, no, no, it was like marginal upgrade. It was yeah. like marginal raises if he hits all these certain benchmarks. I, you know, this, who's that sound like? It sounds very much like the New England Patriots. Mm-hmm. That's how you win. You got to be hardcore on this cap.
Now, you remember when Shohei Otani announced that he was going to play for the Dodgers, he had his dog in the picture. Yeah. And everybody was wondering, what was the name of the dog? Well, that came up in the press conference yesterday. So his name is Dekoping. That's a Japanese name. And I figured um, it would be hard for American people to pronounce it. So he has an American name, and it's Decoy. So, yeah, you could call him Decoy or Dekoping. I'll go with Dekoping. What is, do we know what Dekoping means? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> I didn't look into it that far. <laughs> All right. I'll just call him decoy. That That's fine. Well, I thought that, uh, oh, wait, I think I might have found it here. But I, I thought that he said decoy like, like my dog's name is, what's my dog's name? Gullible. Like, <laughs> oh, boy, I, I guess I walked into that one or something like that. According to quick Google search, decopine means the act of flicking someone's forehead with your finger. I can't be with that dog. I can't it sounds be like, like, a, can't like be. a junior high thing. <laughs> like something I'd want to do to some people that work around here. Yeah. <laughs> so. uh, we'll do a little more research on That's that. That's pretty cool that they have a word for that. Yeah. In, the, in, Amer- in, in English, this would just be like, bing. Yeah. What else? What do we call it? <laughs> There's a lot of things teacher, we don't Teacher, teacher, he just deco-pinned me. <laughs> <laughs> we need a word for that, and we need a word for whatever Tommy Cutlets is uh, doing. Yeah, the capiche thing? Or yeah, the, 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 I'm, I'm balling over here. <laughs> We need a word for it. It's not this. a paisano? <laughs> no, on the Giants broadcast, they call it the Italian thing. That's what Bob Papa called it. And he's Italian. <laughs> yeah, so Bob would know, right? Anyway. I think everybody else, everybody knows what happened in the NBA last night. So I think. Do oh, we have, yeah, do we we have more know. time? No, no. We're good. No, we had a time. We okay, good. We spent too much time on Shohei's dog. Peter, <laughs> <laughs> did you say everybody knows what happened in the NBA? <laughs> Carlos came down and read me the box score, so I am well it. aware. <laughs> well, we got a lot more to do, Peter. Thank you so much. Uh, coming up, we do have some Maggie and Perloff picks to get to. We also have the one player who's feeling the most pressure this weekend in the NFL, Maggie and Perloff. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast. 
podcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odyssey podcast. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Yes, Sports Radio. <laughs> Stream the NFL and Westwood One for free, sponsored by AutoZone. All season long, you can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on the Odyssey app. Get in the zone, AutoZone. AutoZone's free testing and battery charging is available for free at your local AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. All right, Maggie, it is bowl season and... We had an interesting discussion earlier with Peter Schwartz. You suggested that he wear a singlet, a wrestling singlet. Well, tonight before he yes. gets marshmallow fluff put all over his body for a, a event. You are aware why singlets are on your mind. Yeah, they are on my mind because singlets are at stake yes. for this show. This That's is looming be... over my entire holiday season. <laughs> this is going to be our first show bet of 2024. Is gonna This is going to happen where... It all depends on Michigan and Alabama. If Michigan wins, EJ and I both have to wear a singlet on the show, wrestling singlet. If Alabama wins, Perloff's got to wear the singlet. So I think this is also unfair because we made this bet before Michigan even made the Final Four. I was so confident in Michigan. They could have lost Ohio State, almost did lose Ohio State, would have been out. So I thought there should have been better odds. But I got to tell you, I'm going to have to, I'm going to be sitting at Christmas dinner thinking, you know what? Should I have this extra dessert? I'm going to be <laughs> half naked on the air. Well, and I'd feel a little bit more nervous if I were you because we got a story yesterday, some real old school tactics mm. going on between uh, Alabama and Michigan. So while Michigan has their sign stealing and Connor Stallions, Nick Saban's doing this thing the old-fashioned way where he hired a former Michigan linebacker coach right before the bowl game. So this guy was not... Uh, coaching this year, but coached the previous two years at Michigan. Saban brings him on as a consultant right before the bowl game. I mean, that's old school. I love it. Getting every intel, every angle possible, and make your opponent sweat a little bit. So it's funny about this game. Michigan is favored, but I don't get a sense that they're going to be favored come kickoff. Don't you think that everybody's on Alabama? Have you heard anybody say, I think Michigan's going to handle Alabama? Because if you're just taking the temperature of the country on this game— Feels like everyone thinks Alabama has a momentum. Now they have this coach. I just, <laughs> I'm not hearing a lot of Michigan love uh, oh. for whatever reason. I'm just you're not hearing people impressed by Michigan. The the what the other theory is that Michigan has been playing really vanilla offense to save it for the Final Four. You know they didn't show anything against Iowa, so yeah. maybe they'll have more tricks in the bag. But they don't look they're not inspiring me right now. Well, that's the thing. It's like Michigan is more like um, just the machine. You know, it's kind of slow, steady. It's just like it's it's impenetrable this year. Right, they've been so good. Alabama, they look vulnerable at times. Yeah. They know their quarterback for the first four weeks, and like now they're coming on. They did this pulled this upset of Georgia. You got Jalen Milrow says he's coming back for another year. So. You know, no one's thinking ahead to the NFL, you know. Yeah. It's just like, we got to win this game. Well, the funny thing you say, <laughs> they're both big offensive lines, big defensive lines. So they're very similar teams. This should be a slugfest. 
Yeah, if you guys want to switch right now, I'll take Alabama and give you Michigan. I'm a- good. Absolutely not. Carlos? <laughs> Carlos is a part of the bed. <laughs> Help. Yeah, I had Michigan with you. So. Yeah, he, he actually was. We, oh. we forgot. You know, Carlos, oh. you were part of that bet. Yeah. Well. Thanks, we, we should, Thanks we, for taking off. You know, we should make uh, Pete wear the singlet, though, because that would be a visual. <laughs> no, but I think he might like it, though. He'd get into character. Well, he loves re- wrestling. The reason why that we're wearing the singlet is because Ric Flair went to Michigan to speak to the team, symbolizing an official heel turn for the Michigan program in the midst of the Connor Stallions, yeah. uh, you know, debacle. So, you know, we're inspired by wrestling. So and Pete does love wrestling. So does EJ. Carlos? I love wrestling. There you go. So if we all wear these singlets, what pro wrestler will we look like? I picture you like Jane Fonda in the 80s workout video. See, a singlet isn't really a thing. <laughs> but EJ said there's one woman wrestler who wears a singlet. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, you got uh, what's, uh, Maxine Dupree. Okay. I'm not going to look like her. So let's just uh, lower the bar. EJ, who, <laughs> would, who would you think you would look like? Probably like a Shelton Benjamin, I'm thinking. Oh, yeah. that's a good pull. Yeah, Shelton Benjamin. You know, he's, he's he when he was with uh, Team Angle, or well, the world's greatest tag okay. team. Wait a minute. Not, but, not as jacked, by the way. Shelton Benjamin is in phenomenal shape, but that's a brother who wears a singlet, so I went with him. Uh, Andrew Bogus just burst into the yeah. studio yeah. like the Kool-Aid man. Good morning. Hey, guys. Good morning. <laughs> where have uh, you, yeah. you been the last two hours, by the way? <laughs> Fair question, and I just realized that I'm listening outside on like a 30-second delay, so I might be a little behind on this, but I just wanted to comment on people, Lottie. Uh, I can confirm, already wears a singlet daily <laughs> under his clothes just in case. So this is not a bad thing or a loss for yeah. Bilotti. That's a commitment to the bit. He's just ready. It. But the reason in I case anyone it, comes in, a ladder tank. match breaks yeah. out, he's ready to go. He calls Taxi those weekdays. <laughs> the wrestler that he'll look like, can we all say it? He's George the Animal Steel, basically. Oh, 1,000%. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, who is ironically a professor in his side job or something. George, <laughs> so and he like passed me. away. <laughs> yeah, he passed away. People Pilati is basically, he's going to be eating turnbuckles before long. Is there, are there any six foot four, 185-pound wrestlers that wear glasses out there that you could possibly compare to me? Yeah, they're probably in some backyard in Alabama in front yeah. of 10 people. <laughs> probably, yeah. They're probably some of those. one of the guys from the Spirit Squad. Remember them? Oh, yeah, there's those, but again. No, I, no, no. You know how occasionally an executive comes out and gets involved? Like, <laughs> does, uh, Have you seen Vince McMahon wrestle? Yeah, yeah. I know, but uh, <laughs> you know, is there any other? Like, does Nick Khan get out there for AEW? <laughs> Nick no. Khan. He's, no, he's never He's, he's never, never walked into the ring. <laughs> Gonna be no. honest, also not the same body type. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nick Khan, actually. I Nick's a bigger out- big guy. Nick? I have Nick Khan by 45. No, you're talking about Tony Khan. Nick Khan is like a bigger yeah, Nick, dude. Nick, yeah, Nick Khan's. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's Oh, he's Tony a Khan runs you. No, Tony Khan, Shad Khan's son from AEW. Yeah, yeah. yeah Tony has been on a guest oh. of the show. He's a little bit of a smaller guy. Does he ever get in the ring? No. <laughs> he's never once stepped in the ring to yell oh, at somebody. Oh, I got the perfect no. comparison from you. David Arquette wrestled in WCW. Yes. That's your guy. <laughs> David Arquette is yes. David Arquette. He's a screen. massive Hulk compared to me. He's David way Arquette than me. won the WCW World Championship. Is he still married to Courtney Cox? They're divorced, no. right? No, no. Oh, my God. Long gone. <laughs> Sorry, that did not end well that, 30 bad. years ago. My bad. Um, but I'm sure they're probably making Scream 17, so luckily he you're gets not to wrong keep about working. That. <laughs> well, Bogus, thank you. Mom, my pleasure. Pete and a singlet. You're welcome, America. <laughs> Coming up, Perloff and I make our NFL picks. Maggie and Perloff style next. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? 
Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.